I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and we are one week away from midterm election vote. And across the country, over 24 million votes have already been cast. Uh, that's according to NBC News early voting tracker. But how is early voting going here in the state of Utah? And what do people need to know about the early voting and mail-in uh, ballots with one week to go? Uh, we're turning to Ryan Cowley, who's the director of elections in the Utah Lieutenant Governor's Office. Ryan, thanks for jumping on with us. You bet. It's good to be with you. I know your days get your days are getting busier and more complicated uh, as the countdown continues. Uh, but give us a, a quick update first. Uh, where where do we seem to be in terms of tracking uh, those those ballots coming in? Yeah. So currently, we have about two hundred and thirty seven thousand ballots that have been cast. Um, that is tracking a little bit lower than than four years ago, and there's a couple of reasons that may be. Um, part of it is, you know, in 2018 we had medical cannabis, uh, Medicaid expansion, uh, redistricting, some things like that that may have been a little bit of a driver. But we are we are tracking a little bit lower than than what we would expect at this point. Yeah, and uh, I know a lot of those uh, do end up coming in. They're still early, but they're like late early. <laughs> Those who yes. put, it, put it off until the end, but still early, just early enough. Uh, and, and so how do you expect that to, to play out again? It might be a little. So if it does end up being a little lighter, does that put us somewhere, what, 800,000? Is that kind of ish where you're looking at for total votes? Yeah, but it's really hard to, you know, get a get a perfect feel for how that is just because, you know, every every election is so different. But, yeah, that, that's a pretty likely number there. All right. And what would that represent in terms of a percentage of voters? Um, so I, I think we've got about 1.7 million voters in the state of Utah. Um, so the 800,000, you know, would be 50, 50, 60 percent somewhere in there. OK. All right. Uh, and so now let's get to the important things of those who are still holding on to their ballots. Or uh, I know a few people who uh, filled out their ballot and then it's been sitting either on their kitchen table or in their glove box in their car. <laughs> Uh, what do they need to do to make sure they get those in so they can be processed and counted on Election Day? Yeah, the, the biggest thing is just get it turned in. You know, if you've got that ballot and you're ready to vote it, go ahead and uh, take it to a drop box, take it to your county clerk's office, put it in the mail. There's still plenty of time for that. They do need to be postmarked by next Monday. Um, and if you're waiting till the last minute and you do mail those on Monday, I recommend walking into the post office and getting a hand stamp on there so you make sure you get the, the postmark. But the biggest thing is get those in. If you're wanting to vote in person and, and not vote by mail, there is early voting available in all of the counties. Um, contact your county clerk, go to their website, and there will be information and instructions on how and where you can vote early. Um, and then, of course, you know, Election Day, there will be vote centers um, all throughout the state. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. 
I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. And uh, as, as you uh, look at that and, and as it uh, picks up towards uh, next Tuesday, uh, anything else? Uh, what about a, a voter who maybe hasn't received their ballot or lost a ballot? What, what are the processes there? Sure. So it's, it's going to be too late to mail you a new ballot at this point. So if you have not received a ballot, um, go ahead and uh, look yourself up at vote.utah.gov. Make sure you're registered to vote and then go in and vote early. If you aren't registered to vote, just take ID with you as well as proof of uh, your residency and you can register and vote provisionally. And then that vote will be counted if you meet the uh, requirements to be registered to vote. All right. And that's an important thing that you can still uh, register to vote. Again, if you have your ID and then a proof of, of re- residency, what, what do they typically take uh, for that? What is acceptable on the residency category? Yeah, res- residency can be anything from a bank statement, um, a lease agreement. There's a lot of things. Just something that typically has your uh, name and address on it. So really almost any type of, of mail works well for that. Um, ID, most people take a driver's license. If you don't have a driver's license, you can do a state ID card. Um, anything that's that's issued by the government that's a photo ID. Um, Native Americans can take their tribal ID cards. So there's a lot of options there. All right. And then uh, just describe for us, because I think having confidence in this process is such a, an important part of the process. Uh, and that is uh, if someone does cast one of those provisional ballots, uh, what happens then when that person casts that ballot? Yeah, so that's a great question. On provisional ballots, basically, um, the ballot isn't counted right away. It's put into an envelope, and the clerk goes through and just verifies all of the information and ensures that you meet the eligibility requirements to vote in Utah, which is that you're 18 years old, you're a citizen, and you've lived in the state for at least 30 days. Um, So it's it's basically just kind of like a holding area um, where if they qualify that, then it'll be counted. If for some reason... um, like you didn't sign it or you didn't provide adequate identity, um, those types of things, um, then it wouldn't be counted. But a vast majority of those provisional ballots are counted in the end. All right. And uh, any other any other uh, traditional questions or things that tend to pop up as we get close to the election uh, that you're keeping your eye on? You know, a lot, a lot of people ask about information on the candidates. Um, we're seeing a lot of ads, those types of things. Um, a great resource for that is vote.utah.gov. And all of the candidates that uh, wanted to were able to submit a bio. Um, that's a great source for information. Um, just remember the postmark deadline is Monday. And, and our advice to voters is don't don't hold on to that or don't wait until the end. You might as well get that done early. And if you are planning in person, you know, with the lower turnout, there is always the possibility um, of having some lines and things like that on Tuesday when you go vote. So go ahead and vote early and, and just get that done and out of the way so that you're taken care of. All right. Fantastic. Ryan Cowley is the director of elections in the Utah Lieutenant Governor's Office. Uh, We are getting close. Uh, As a reminder, if you have any questions, go to vote.utah.gov. If you've got that uh, mail-in ballot, get it mailed in or get it to one of those drop boxes. Uh, If you are going to vote in person, uh, as uh, as Ryan was saying, uh, who knows what it will look like on Election Day. So plan early. Make sure you've worked it into your schedule uh, because this is the opportunity for all of us to weigh in and to make sure that your voice is heard and that your vote uh, counts. Uh, Ryan Cowley, thanks so much for joining us today. Good luck down the home stretch.
You're welcome, and thank you. All right. Uh, again, that's Ryan Cowley from the Lieutenant Governor's Office. And uh, we really are coming down to the, the wire here, seven days to go. And the, the, the more you can be out in front of it uh, is the real key. We, we always have those good intentions, and we know where that paves us or where that takes us. And so just get it done. It's probably sitting on your kitchen table. Many of you have already filled it out, so just get it in. Get it to a Dropbox. Get it into the mail. And, again, you can always do that up until the day of. You can take it in. You can take it to the Dropbox. Uh, it's got to be postmarked by Monday. That's an important distinction. you got to have a Monday postmark in order for it to count. If you are voting in person, of course, uh, you can do that on Tuesday. So those are all the key things. Uh, vote.utah.gov if you have any questions or your county uh, can also help you on some of those locations as well. All right, uh, we'll go ahead and take a quick commercial break. Bottom of the hour coming up, Europe may be headed not only for some challenges as it relates to energy shortages, but food shortages this winter. We're going to talk about that coming up next. Stick around. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.